Hello everybody, this is Kelly Brooks from Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm so excited that you're joining us on this beautiful day. It's a perfect day just to dive into chapter 13 of Genesis, our creation chapter. We're going to begin today by discussing the return to Canaan. Abram, his wife Sarah, and his nephew Lot took all that they had and they left Egypt. The verse states that they went up out of Egypt. That means that they traveled from the south to the north. This would mean that they were going back to Canaan. Abram was a very rich man. He had cattle, he had silver, and he had gold. On his travels, he journeyed from the south, even into Bethel. This is where his tent had been before. It was between Bethel and Hai. This was the place of the altar. It was here that Abram called on the name of the Lord. Listen to this. When Abram cried out to the Lord, his sins were forgiven him. He would have made sacrifices at that very altar. Lot also had a lot of flocks and herds and tents. The land just could not hold all that the two of them possessed. They were not going to be able to stay together. They were going to have to separate. You know, when we think about material goods, they always seem to carry issues with them. They're certainly nice to have, but more is always required from those who have more. Sometimes that makes life a little tough. The herdsmen began to strive against each other. Abram and Lot's herds, Abram didn't want the strife between them because they were family. Abram told Lot, the whole land is before us. He told Lot to choose the right or the left, and he would take whatever was left. Lot looked up and saw that the land of Jordan was well watered. You know, when you think about it, that shows the selfishness of Lot. He took what looked best to his eyes. But it was because of Abram that Lot was blessed. But he didn't even take that into consideration when he was choosing. He should have insisted that Abram chose his land. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan. Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. Self-centeredness was taking him on the wrong path. The men of Sodom were very wicked. They were all sinful people. Notice in verse 14, the Lord drew Abram after Lot left. He began to draw Abram close to himself. Abram looked all around him. He could see the land in the north. He could see the south, the east, and the west. And God had told him that it all belonged to him, not Lot. Him and his seed would possess all of this land. He told him that his seed would be as the dust of the earth. God has always been the God of the impossible. You see, Sarah was barren, and in her old age, God promises Abram's seed to be as the dust of the earth. Abram removed his tent, and he dwelt in Mamre, which is in Hebron. The first thing he did was build an altar to the Lord. There was no altar in Sodom where Lot chose to go. This chapter of Genesis should reveal to us the importance of the altar. Prayer, sacrifice, worship, and obedience are just what the Lord wants of each of us. 
Abram enjoyed a life of peace with God, prosperity, and obedience. Lot, on the other hand, chose the path of death and destruction, which comes from a life of sin. The difference between Lot and Abraham was Abraham humbled himself before God. He spoke with him. He asked his forgiveness when he messed up. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. But the key is to trust God like Abram did to lead him in the right paths. Who do you trust? Yourself, the idols of the world, or the one true God? Jesus, who gave himself for you, the ultimate sacrifice. It is so important that each of us makes the decision to follow Christ. I have dealt with my job. I have seen so many women that I have spoken with that have told me that religion has destroyed them. They've been hurt in church. The wisdom of the Lord wasn't there. When the wisdom of the Lord is there, there is no confusion, and it's easier to see the right paths. But religion can throw us off. It can throw us off of the right path. It's Satan's deception. It is about the one true relationship with the one true God. Today, if you're struggling and you need this relationship with the Lord, let's pray together. And if you've never made the decision for salvation, we're going to be praying that prayer. If you feel the Lord tugging at your heart, you can pray along with us. One thing you will never regret is saying yes to Jesus. It's never an easy road, but it's so very worth it. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you today, and I just thank you, Lord, that your presence is here with us all over the world, wherever the listeners are. I pray, God, that you're speaking to their hearts right this moment. God, we know that we don't have to be in the presence of man to accept you into our heart. This is a personal relationship with you, and it is something that we can do right in the privacy of our own home or our office. God, all we have to do is do just what Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us in your word. If we believe in our hearts that you are God and we confess our sins with our mouth, God, you are faithful and just to forgive us and that we will be saved in you, God. I pray if there's one out there today that doesn't know you, that they're going to ask you to come into their heart right now, dear Jesus. They're going to ask you to forgive their sins. And God, they're going to start today a new path with you, a life to prosperity, and know that you are going to fulfill your promises in their life, just as you did, Abram. Dear Jesus, I pray that you go with us today and you help our minds to be stabilized on you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Genesis. We ask that you pray that God will continue to lead us into the highways and byways that He can compel the people to come to Him. Thank you so much for your support of Mission Tabernacle Outreach, and we hope you join us next week.